What's poppin' and welcome to Popcorn with Cholo Sagar and your stop for all things pop where we talk about all things pop culture from here in the Philippines to the rest of the globe. Welcome back everyone and this is our Oscars 2022 nominations roundup. But before we head to that uh, uh, exciting news, is it exciting? I think it is. Um, let's head over to our co-hosts for the day, our bros. <laughs> it's funny lang because we're all we're all guys, and I, I guess it's kind of representative of um, the Academy Awards and their voters that they should <laughs> definitely diversify. <laughs> let's welcome back our co-hosts. <laughs> Emil is here. Yeah, hello. That's very good, Chola. That's a great. Second. Thank you so much. I appreciate the feedback to my jokes. Uh, let's welcome back Jace. Hello, hello, hello. Also here is Denny. Yes. All the way from Chicago. In the chai. And of course, we have Perns as well. Hello. So these are our esteemed panelists. Well, esteemed, talaga. I'm. I am simply a moderator for the day because I have probably only seen a handful of these um, nominees for the Academy Awards this year. But you know that is that signifies this time of the year. Now everyone's gonna go and see what the Academy Awards are buzzing about, or what has been snubbed, or you know what they feel have deserved to be there, or don't deserve to be there, which we'll probably be talking a bit more about later. But general thoughts on the announcements from yesterday. I'm actually not mad. <laughs> yeah. It seems like, like a all, chill year, no? Yeah, it all does. of the things I would be mad about, like I expected, all of the snubs that I feel strongly about, I'm like, I expected. So I'm not like, there's no big swerves. I mean, there are a few swerves, but I don't feel super strongly about it. The... Yeah, we can get into like in the specifics, but overall, I think not bad Academy yeah, Awards. Not bad. Like I was you gotta, like, you do not very, have to hand yeah. it to the Academy, but yeah, like you know, I was sat like I was satisfied, but you know, like not surprised at all. Like I didn't get angry. I was happy for a few of them. Like I was so happy that my gut got it right. But you know, I was very. I took it. I accepted it. Like I was like, oh, not bad. Not bad, talaga. I was okay. I was okay with the selection. I think the sooner you sort of accept that, like before the nominations are announced, the sooner you accept that the Academy will go for a very small like circle of films, and they're not going to acknowledge like all these amazing international films that came out the year before. The easier the nominations will will go down. But I will say that there there were also like certain surprises that I was very happy to see. So I feel like. Weirdly enough, the surprises slightly outweighed the, like, the the typical sort of things that we were expecting. So I also was not angry. I downloaded a bunch of Euphoria memes to tweet out in anger. Then I didn't use any of them. So so that that that's a good sign. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say caters to a very small minority of <laughs> white people. <laughs> There's well, no other way of putting it. <laughs> But true, true. I mean that has been. The another that has been the uh what they call this the parang criticism about the Oscars mm-hmm. for the last few years even with that hashtag hashtag Oscars so white trending a few years back so you know um they kind of tried to break that spell you know with Parasite and also 
now with Drive My Car. But I guess there's still a lot more diversification to happen with this. And I guess it also applies to a lot of American-led, Western-led um, award shows, like the Grammys as well, diba? That's also very controversial in terms of who they nominate. And in general, I think we spoke about this last year, the general parang relevance of awards in the first place. Like, are they still as relevant as they were in the earlier days now in this dawn of the internet? But anyway, uh, continue on, Jace. I thought uh, maybe you have some thoughts. Well, actually, same. Like, continuing off of what you were going to say, I don't think na the Oscars... W- when I saw the lineup, I wasn't mad. But then at the same time, it was like, we're kind of part of film Twitter to a certain extent. Um, and mo- most of like the general population will likely have not seen any of these films you know honestly mm-hmm. um hopefully they have let's hope for that but yeah i i was i think wala na yung i was listening to the big picture with Sean Penny and Amanda Dobbins and they were talking about how the oscars <sighs> is no longer obviously the cultural center point for like film and and, and all of that and i think that's very much true you know Um, when I saw the list, actually, the first thing I thought is, oh my god, they're not gonna get any ratings this year. Um, which is, which I'm happy with, because I don't really care about that. I care about rewarding, like, great movies. But at mm-hmm. the same time, para, there were a bunch of choices here that I really, I really do not like. Um, maybe we can talk about that a bit later. But ayun, um, I'm actually excited for a bunch of stuff here to talk about. So, hopefully exciting in part Yeah, but like to your question then, to your point, parang what exactly will make awards like this relevant again? Like how do they uh parang how do they innovate themselves in the future? Will they even in- innovate themselves to begin with? I mean, those are big questions that we cannot answer definitely. Uh but before we continue, let's welcome our female representation for the hey. episode. Hey. <laughs> Hello, Miss Aliero. Oh. <laughs> Aliyah. Kumabol siya para ano daw, hindi naman tayo masabihan na puro lalaki lang tayo. Yeah. But anyway, welcome. Welcome to the discussion. Um yeah, any other thoughts um Danny and Prince? Parang I'm good. as we go through, like more will suddenly come yeah. up. All right. So I guess let's yeah. head on to some of the categories that we'd like to talk about before we head on to the major categories that we'd like to discuss. Um, this is kind of like um, throwing around lang, uh, picking some choices from all the other categories. Uh, who wants to start with this and their thoughts? Oh, which category ba muna? The category is Hey Kitty Girl. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Such okay. a very very specific reference, but um, siguro we can start with yung mga um technical awards like best cinematography, best production design, visual effects. If there's any standouts or you feel na hindi na pansin in this um in this race for this year, but uh, I guess just before we continue on that, na isip ko lang din na parang the last. Uh, popular popular Oscars that I really remember was 2016, the year of La La Land. Yun na yata yung pinaka like 
it was still a cultural moment that people were really looking to watch and people were really like raving about it aside from people who were who are on film twitter or who are generally like cinephiles parang yun na yung mas mainstream pa yung oscars na you know people were actually talking about it and you know the impact on like la la land and moonlight in that year was really like something big was that the same year that they had that selfie with um Ellen oh, uh, or that the, the year, year after uh, that was the year after so parang those two i guess were kind of are kind of like the last super memorable things to happen so i guess parang that's where we're at right now na parang that was five years ago almost six six na ba or five more than wow like seven years ago almost six math almost math math uh, no 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 five five because <laughs> welcome to the show yeah. <laughs> we can't count that's why we like movies <laughs> point exactly so yun na nga parang yun na yun eh parang from there even like the Grammys I would say and the Emmys aren't really like they're still talking points but they're not big cultural moments like TikTok took over and you know all these Twitter discourses uh, so yeah uh, anyway any other thoughts on that alright so I mean <laughs> no, I was just gonna say if, if you wanted to talk about like the technical stuff I mean this is something we see happen every year is that when it comes to the technical categories, they still sort of revolve around films that are generally nominated as well in the major categories. Because I feel like Oscar voters like voting, parang nagbablock voting sila per film. Like they they really sort of revolve around certain films lang. Um, which, which is like fine because I'm not necessarily angry at like many of the technical nominees either. Um, but yeah, there is... I just feel like, as usual, a sort of specific lack of variety. Like when you when you talk about something like, let's say, best sound, I feel like that category almost never goes to, like, let's say, horror films or um, other genre films that are sort of outside the usual. Um, which is not to say that the the current nominees are like have bad sound necessarily, but it's just I feel like there's always an opportunity. There should always be an opportunity to shine a light on movies that use these these technical aspects in like really inventive ways even if they're not like super mainstream so it's just a little disappointing that that's not um the thing i'll, I'll just say that the the one nominee in all of the technical categories that i'm excited about is the no way home visual effects uh one because i haven't seen no way home and that means we're gonna get a screener soon so i'm really <laughs> oh, i'm really really oh. hoping for that How <laughs> I mean, it's How coming out at the end of the month. The how, yeah, exactly. But how am I gonna appreciate the visual effects in No Way Home if, like, it's a blurry camera or if it's like slotslights.com <laughs> coming up from the ground? So, anecdotes think, and yeah, anyway. That's a very valid point, Emil. Na, um, <laughs> this year is also pretty weird because a lot of these films we don't necessarily have access to. I mean, in yeah. the pandemic, the Philippines was kind of left behind in terms of accessibility, not just um, for these international films uh, who have done wide releases internationally, but also with mga local films na, you know, it's pretty hard if it's not on Netflix. Sometimes mm-hmm. parang I Want uh, isn't even like that accessible to like the huge audience it would have. It, uh, parang if it were to be on a big screen, right? So parang 
there's that that feeling na parang Jace was correct kanina na you know people have probably wouldn't have seen these or probably would not see these if they were not nominated in the first place right so that's also the context we find ourselves in in this year kasi nga parang you know it's still that weird transition phase back to the big screen uh, sans the Netflix um and other streaming um platforms who have a lot of nominations like Apple TV plus mm-hmm. as well so yeah uh, i mean yun na nga spider-man i think paula mentioned last week that there were are actually two versions of spider-man no way home graphic visual effects yeah. existing so that's pretty interesting because mm. i've i've seen it on with a screener i've seen it in a theater i don't know what's gonna come out in the digital release if it's the same thing that i've seen the last two times so parang that's also pretty interesting and what did the i uh, know what did the academy see as well what what version is that i mean it is the multiverse so um i guess <laughs> it's valid <laughs> people have seen different versions of this one movie um any other thoughts before we head on to like more specific categories Ako, i just want to say that sobrang best opportunity to nominate spider-man no way home for best picture not because i i think that it's particularly like an excellent piece of like filmmaking belonging to like top 100 or whatever but i think that going back to like this whole whole cultural temple thing um parang that would have shifted that would have made people like watch the academy awards honestly just to see if it will win but also it would have thrown a wrench into what the definition is of like a like a good piece of cinema is because for the longest time but we know na blockbusters don't necessarily um, make it into the best picture category. Um, and I think that we do have like a blockbuster here, which is technically uh, we'll talk about that later. But um, it's not. Should it be nominated? Should it not be? Because usually when people talk about like other stuff, there are best picture nominations. I don't know. Um, yung gusto ko sana inote is that um, House of Gucci was only nominated for best makeup and hairstyling. Um, that's surprising. Well, that's partly surprising because oh, <laughs> that's partly surprising because their costumes were directly from like Gucci archives. Gucci, yeah, yeah, and and all of that. Um, so I I don't know. I'm not a, a costumes expert. I feel like um, I also feel like generally. There are a lot of films uh, costume that tend to like thrive on excess, diba? rather than like costume design that really informs like character and everything. Yeah. And we see naman that reflected in this, which is why I'm actually surprised that House of Gucci was nominated for this. Um, but then yun, um, note ko lang, can we talk about editing? Because parang in the past few years... Sorry, like, before it, you head there... To just to add to the House of Gucci conversation. Go, go, go. Um, I saw that ano nga, I saw that conversation on Twitter saying that um this um production dito, um this guy who got nominated, see si, um Goran Lundstrom, Anna Karen Locke, and Frederick Aspiras, best mm-hmm. makeup and hairstyling. I think one of them uh parang talked about how they were showing like um they were showing the director 
like their notes pero hindi sila pinapansin and they ended mm-hmm. up being the ones nominated the only ones nominated for this yeah. film so that's also like a big discussion in like you know the how everyone should be an equal in film production and not just like you know the, the, you're the director i think they had a hundred wigs for lady gaga on this one if i'm not mistaken oh, God. So, Gosh, crazy. Fred Aspiras is a no, is a Filipino. I think. But then he, oh. yeah, he moved to LA uh, in 2004. So yun. um, yeah, so yun, Pinoy Pride or whatever. Um, but <laughs> but then, none for you, <laughs> Randy Scott. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I you know, interesting lang yun. I, I I'm just I'm just happy that. I, well, I mean, anyway, um. The <laughs> best film editing usually because there's pa parang may may statistics take na parang yeah that editing yeah. Mo for editing ang best yeah. picture mm-hmm. yep and which one which one's all nominated don't look up do don't, don't look up Richard and Power Power of the Dog diba? and parang manhalang parang there's a likelihood na one of those will be like best picture lah yeah. yun um obviously Ari Ari Wagner I think she's the first woman to be nominated for cinematography. Second, second, second. 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 After racial, Morrison. 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 Cool. And then tragedy of Macbeth. I'm just surprised that tragedy of Macbeth got nominated for stuff considering it didn't really campaign super hard. It, it, it's it. Late. I think it coasted on directed by Joel Cohen, and I mean for me it deserved every single one of its nominations. Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's yeah. it's you know it's production design and cinematography was. And Denzel Washington just deciding to do Macbeth as his character from Training Day is <laughs> like that's kind of the bread and butter of the movie. I really like Tragedy of Macbeth, so I I think it was able to coast on. Oh, we have like a, a the most high wattage, maybe the most high wattage cast of any movie, like in a appealing to a certain like fifty year old like Akhi voter sensibility. Mm-hmm. Cohen, Washington, McDormand. Just they have probably those names, and they're like, yeah, they can carry us. And then they got a few nominations. I feel like, I feel like the end. They had an outside shot for a picture. So overall, I think pretty good. I I would have put him in the picture field, honestly. But like pretty good, pretty good performance for Tragedy of Macbeth. I hope it wins, like at least the technicals because it deserves it. And then, nominated yeah. a free guy for best visual effects, like. Oscar nominee, a free guy. I haven't seen guy. it. <laughs> I haven't seen it either. But like, it's really it. good though. It I'm was really fun. To be fair, it was really fun. fun. I, I okay. would say it was really fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 Nice. I'll, I'll watch. I'll watch that. Oscar <laughs> nominee, free guy. Just kidding. Right? That's so. Cool. I, I keep thinking about it. Sorry, go. It's really, it's a really fun like popcorn movie with a lot of um with a lot of Easter eggs that you will probably yeah. lots really of reference. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think uh, somebody wanted to talk about uh, best screenplay as well. Oh, oh that's me. Uh, <laughs> time to get on my my little my little box and scream about <laughs> how excited I am that the worst person in the world, maybe the best screenplay of the 2020s, is ah. getting some recognition for best original screenplay. I think best international feature was like a lock for it, but I. I was a little surprised that it got best original screenplay. I'm pleasantly surprised. I know it's not gonna win. My my gut tells me don't look up is gonna win best original screenplay. But how original? Of uh, worst person in the world. <laughs> yeah. 
worst person in the world, I think, is I hope more people see it. I know screenplay isn't an award that people traditionally pay attention to, but I hope more it because it comes out in the U.S. Valentine's weekend. Great decision, guys. Uh, so worst person in the world is yeah, it's coming wide this weekend. So I hope more people come out to see it because they're like, oh, you know, that has an interesting title. We heard it in the Oscar. You know, like the ten people in the world who aren't in film Twitter that watched. <laughs> the Oscar nominations or whatever. I hope they come out for it because I do think it's a film that's very much tailored for the time. I think it's, yeah, I think it's the best screenplay of the decade thus far. Uh, and I think the other movies in that category don't really need more attention. I think Worst Person should have gotten a Best Picture nomination. I think, like, I kind of want uh, Drive My Car, Best Picture, Worst Person in the World, Best International split in my, like, fantasy dream world where every film gets awarded but it's not gonna happen so all I need is more people to see the actual best actress of the year Renata Ryan's just kind of do her thing shout out Licorice Pizza also it's the weird it may be the weirdest screenplay of the year but I'm glad it got nominated <laughs> adapted Power of the Dog is like Power of the Dog is gonna it feel it seems like a Power of the Dog runaway unless Drive My Car suddenly pulls a parasite over the next few months Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Those yeah, definitely, favorite. I would agree with the the worst person in the world, and I guess that's proceed to best international feature. So nominated with it are Lunana Ayak in the Classroom from Bhutan, which I think was uh, not included last year, but was re ano was resubmitted, tamaba. Yes. Yeah. And the Hand of God from Italy, uh, Drive My Car from Japan, and Flee from Denmark. Um, so yeah, I mean, definitely the worst person in the world. I think we spoke about it last week or two weeks ago. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it takes you on that journey, you know, na parang, you know, your life's a mess, but it's okay somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, any other thoughts on the international features? Medyo na surprising oh, ako, actually. When, when, when I found out lang na it was resubmitted, gano, I was like, Okay, that that was weird. I never knew na pwede pala yon, and I never pegged it as a like a front runner, cause like I really assumed na it was gonna be like a hero yung mapapasok. Oh yeah, because, yeah, a hero. Like yun yung more talked about. And if you wanna if you wanna look at sino yung mga sikat na actresses, I mean, Lamb had the the most recognizable actress, de ba? So if ever there was like gonna be a sneak in, it would might have been Lamb. Pero like I never saw the ano, the 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 Bhutan film coming in talaga. And, wala, weird. But the rest, uh, the, the other nominees, Medjunic, like, given the past other, you know, like, the award ceremonies that have been nominating, medyo naging redundant na sino yung international films yeah. that was gonna nominate it. That were gonna get nominated. So, di rin all surprise. But I kinda like what Denny said na, if Drive My Car wins Best Picture in an ideal world, I would be totally happy if Worst Person like gets international like in an ideal world talaga i would have agreed with that talaga it's not gonna happen but it's not gonna happen but also, i'd love yeah. i'd love yeah, it yeah i think i think yeah i think three of the best international features were basically set in stone i think drive my car worst person and flee were always like locks uh but uh the hand of god was like a soft lock and i would have like thought a hero was also a lot, but then good for honestly good 
for Bhutan. Like, yeah, yeah. Good, good congrats Bhutan. Congrats like, Lana Ayak in the classroom. I mean, honestly, I, I like, should I should roll I should go out of my way to see it. You know, that's honestly, the purpose like, of this award, really. It, it's exciting when stuff like that happens because you begin to ask yourself, when's the last time you watched the movie from Bhutan? Right? Yeah. Like, it's it's nice to know that like there is a national cinema in these places we don't normally hear hear of or that don't normally get a spotlight in um like film festivals abroad and stuff. Yeah. So it's just exciting. Like I, I remember my knee-jerk tweet to that which I deleted was like I've never heard of this film. But then I realized like it's great that people haven't heard of this film because like again it's boring if we just hear the same names over and over again. So I look forward to seeing what the yak is doing in the classroom. <laughs> But the last movie I saw from Bhutan is Train to Bhutan. Just kidding. I know. <laughs> oh, no, no. No. Never no, mind. No. Okay, that is no. the end of my stint here. Um, I will oh, yeah. Uh, two points po for Cholo. <laughs> <laughs> BBS po. Baka pa-save po ako. Aliyah was gonna say something, I think. Oh, Okay. Ako, ano? Actually... If you think about it, you Lunana and Ayak in the classroom, like it's a best picture for two years in a row. So I put that right because they had the option to submit a different film, but then I think they formulate, they created uh, an Oscar nominating body specifically to submit it. Yeah. So yeah. Para, that's a great narrative. I think that obviously, like a lot of people back that up. You know, um, imagine. Imagine, because we don't have Oscar committee this year, we can submit a film from this year. Oh, so God. there's a chance. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I don't know. Um, I would nominate a Viva Max movie. Just kidding. Oh my God! <laughs> That is like cinema. I feel like that's cinema. But yeah, I, I hope. I actually, I'm actually happy that more people will get to see Flea. Actually, mm. Flea is the one that I. Yeah. I feel like for I feel like Hamaguchi and. Obviously, Pablo Sorrentino and even Joachim Trier. I feel like they've been making the rounds sa pati magazines and stuff. But then, uh, Flea yeah. and its director, parang they haven't necessarily... Have they been on like magazines? Mm-hmm. Online? Well, I mean, I, I, online lang. Online, I don't... I think, yeah, online. the online marketing has been a great... I mean, they're backed by Neon, so I yeah. wouldn't oh, well. call them exactly underdogs, but like, I haven't... They haven't been as high profile because I don't think they're like... I don't think the filmmakers behind it are like high-profile auteurs, quote unquote. So I think they're banking on the film, the online marketing. I mean, neon standard strategy, and like just the fact that it's an animated documentary from an international, from like yeah, non-US yeah. country, like that trifecta leaning into that, and they got noms in all three, so they're maximizing yeah. their chances. I oh, also do think I don't know if they're. I don't think they're the favorite in any of the three, but. You know, but they deserve like, to be like I think that's a good job. Like yeah, they get to be nominated for all. Wait, better you worst person in the world. I think that because it also screened at Sundance. I think that actually kind of helped it because Sundance was online and like a huge chunk of the population also goes there. So well, I, think can. I think it was can. It was can. No, I mean like this it's, year it screened. It's screened uh, I don't know if it. Uh, this year. No, I mean this year it screened in Sundance. Yeah. yeah, I think it. Nice. Yeah, actually it might have. But uh, hey, <laughs> so more people. So like it was like na people were talking about it last year, and then late last year, and then we were talking about it again now. So parang, okay, people should be talking about it for always. That's true. I'm just I'm a big worth person, chill. Mm-hmm. Like until the sequel comes out. 
the worst person. Somehow, Andrew I think Daniel worst person is actually out. a documentary <laughs> about our story. lives. <laughs> well, <laughs> biographical. Same. I'm not gonna deny. <laughs> I know. Anyway, um, any other thoughts on the speaking of best uh, documentary feature and flea? Any other um, highlights you would like to talk about on that category specifically? I haven't seen any of the documentary features. I feel like Emil might have like documentary. Yeah, features. I've yeah. I've seen all of them except Writing with Fire. Um, I'm I'm okay with all of them. Summer Soul is clearly going to win. Um, I'm I'm disappointed that Procession isn't there. Yeah. Procession is like my second favorite movie of last year, and it's like an actual Netflix documentary that doesn't suck. Um, well, I mean, justice for shirkers, Emil. Don't, don't yeah, sorry, I, sorry, I haven't seen shirkers. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's pretty straightforward. Then, like, the, the more we talk about this, the more I realize, like, I don't actually have so many comments about, which is a great thing for you, Oscars. Um, what I will say, I'm, I'm really afraid of what's going to happen in best animated feature because for the longest time, Mitchell's and the versus machines was seeming like the front runner, but because Encanto came out later and like. We don't talk about Bruno is not the number one song in America. It's going to win Best Anime Feature, which you know yeah. I'm okay yeah. with Encanto, but like it would it would have been so cool to see Mitchell's win because it's yeah. so fun and it's so unique and it's so like I don't know like it's just anything it's like, that is not Disney is like yeah. more interesting to me in this yeah. category. Fair. It's like film geekery at its heart. Yeah. Like, for, yeah. Um... yeah. Plus, like it's so well animated. Yeah. Like I I I am. Like I'm constantly chasing that the same high I saw when I saw Mitchell versus the Machines like animation. Just when I when I did my like end of year music video, I asked a friend to make the art, and my only prompt for him was make it look like Mitchell versus the Machines, like the pub map, because it's just like when I first saw that animation, like I was like, it, I must agree with that. Great job. Like, <laughs> why does why don't more things look like this? <laughs> like this is that's my exact style, and also. Uh, an Encanto note, I'm surprised we don't talk about Bruno wasn't their submission for Best Original Song. As someone who hasn't seen Encanto, like, well, I'm surprised that was there. Because of rules. Because of eligibility rules. Because oh. eka- uh, explanation. Okay. <laughs> Encanto kasi was released late. So, mm. and the team behind Encanto did not know what which song to submit. They didn't know we don't talk about Bruno. It's going to be such a hit. Mm. Instead, they just sent Dos Oroguitas because obviously it's the heart of the foot movie. So that's the only one they submitted. And then surprise, people kept talking about Bruno. So if they <laughs> had that, thank you. <laughs> had they known, maybe No Time to Die might have had a competition talaga. But but you know, surprise. Can't they can't they send multiple? Because I remember a star is born. Yes, you can send up to three. But yun nga, they had no idea talaga. They really oh, didn't because they didn't yet. want to talk about Bruno. Yan <laughs> So, yeah. Also, I I would I would argue hot take that Dos Orguitas has always been the superior song. That's just me. But... That's yeah, same. Yeah. I agree though. I agree. Makes sense. <laughs> Go uh, Aliyah. No, I was just gonna like say that. Parang it's been a while since I've been this excited about like animated films. Like for the past couple of years, you kind of have like an inkling about who's gonna win. And now, parang I don't know. It was just like a great year for animation. I think you have. I haven't seen like, for example, Flea and Raya, but I saw like the animation of Flea in particular, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Plus, like the substance of that particular film and. You know, parang it's interesting to have it both as a documentary and like an animated feature film. Like, 
wala la. It's just so exciting to have these types of movies explore different um, mediums or ways to tell their stories. So it's yeah. such a I don't know. It's been a while since I've been this excited about nominations in particular. Like I don't know. It's just a fun time. Um. So yeah, I'm excited. Like I, I also side with. I hope that the I know Mitchells versus the Machines win. Even though I love Encanto, I also enjoyed Luca. But yeah, like there was just something about that movie. Uh, like it, it was so unique. It was so fun. And I think even though um the 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 like at this point, Shepard, their attention is more on Encanto. I hope that we remember how at that time, like in the pandemic, where everything was just so dull and boring, Mitchells came out and it was just so fresh and fun and brought a lot of life to everyone. So, yeah, and I was just, yeah, I just wanted to say how exciting this category is for me. Woo. Definitely. Let's go, Mitchells. I, I yeah, cried I mean, at the end of Mitchell's versus the machine. Aww. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like no cap. I cried. Can I share though? Mike Rianda liked my tweets on Twitter about wow. Mitchell. So I'm like, oh more power. And more Christopher power. Lord also. So I was like, ah, Christopher Miller pala. So I'm watching on Phil na lang. Phil, I'm watching you. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> Can I'm I speaking... just say oh, sorry, I, I, I just want Mitchell's and the machines to win because it's so gay. Yes. It's gay. <laughs> yes. It's so gay. Please give us something gay. I mean, if 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 I'm reading the tea leaves like right, best picture, just like a little preview. If I'm reading the tea leaves right, best picture is gonna be like super gay. That's true. Yeah, yeah. But we can Go get to that. Sorry. Oh no, no, I was, I was just gonna say like semi transition. If we're talking about animated stuff. Sorry, um, before we hano, parang I just wanted to say to echo Emil's sentiment nga na parang you know how are three or five of these. From the same company, essentially, right? Right. Uh, two are, I know, two. I two are Disney Animation, and one is Disney Pixar. So, definitely, is there a ruling on that as Disney continues to own the world? Um, uh, and I mean, in terms of style, although those are very stylish in their own rights, and Encanto, Luca, and Raya are like Asian, Latino, and like uh, Italian. But at the same time, parang the animation style, kasi is really just like you'd recognize it as a typical Disney 3D animated film versus nga, um, Flea and um, Mitchell's versus the Machine. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, it's, I guess it's just really en- Encanto. It's just really like a big TikTok hit right now, which yeah. I guess caters to... Talks about to win at an Oscar? No, that's that's going too far. <laughs> like, it, I'm sure it's a good movie. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, Emil, you Let's were saying... Oh, I was just going to say... Um... Parang to semi-transition, the the one like Disney film that I was really really rooting for was completely snubbed, uh, from animated short. Animated short film. No, I, was like, us I, was again. Waiting, I was waiting for it. I was like, yeah, like I thought. I thought it was like a, a sure ball entry. It was the short film that played before Raya, and yun yung ano where I cried like before like while watching a Disney movie. Like I I thought that was so good. Just seven minutes. I I feel like. Pixar animated shorts usually have so much more creative freedom when it comes to like how they're done compared to like the the full length films. So, but you know, nobody ever talks about the short films. So, like, I'm just in my in my corner being like, "Hey, where's where's the Disney movie that I actually like a lot?" But yeah, in that. That was Keone and Mari. Yeah, the 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 choreographers. I love they, they did the choreography for That's that. That's why yeah. I was I was hoping to like so. Yeah. <laughs> I cried. So. I'm still mad that Blush wasn't in the shortlist. Okay. <laughs> I, 
I'm well, I'm never gonna get over that talaga. Oh well. Kasi din lovely ata si Elia, Elia. I love blush then. Yes! I actually reviewed the other nominations. I'm so sorry. I just I'm just looking through it now cuz I'm like what was that film like I watched the short where like it's an alien. Does you mentioned it the blush? Yes, blush. Like, oh, I'm sad it's not here. So, yeah. So many good like again animated things that came out. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So now let's head on to the acting categories. Um I guess before we head into the best actor and actress, any highlights for you for supporting actor and actress? Justice for Ruth Negga, justice for Katrina yeah. Balf. Imagine that's, a surp- yeah, I was me. legit surprised. Na- I'm shocked that I'm shocked that Dench over Balf. Dench over Balf yeah. is surprising. Same. Ridiculous. Yeah. As a as a longtime fan of Outlander, this is ridiculous. I can't believe Katrina Bath has never. Like, I am outraged. I mean, we've been sorry. The, the Outlander fandom is very passionate about <laughs> her performance, so we're just very. She, yeah, yeah. She's the she she was the one nommed like everywhere else. I am yeah, yeah. and yeah. she's very clearly like the main supporting actress. Of course, yeah. Then like fifteen minutes, twenty, then like not did... a lot. And Bath is in it for like. 75% arguably a co-lead like she's not the lens through which we see the film but she's the most active mm-hmm. agent in the film so i'm just like i'm just personally she put in like so much more in terms of like time just like i i love judy dench but and i yeah. feel like that's why judy dench got the nom is because of a general i saw this on twitter just a general we love we're the academy and we love judy dench which is fair because judy dench is great but like if it would have been a nice opportunity to give someone who has been acclaimed who has been acclaimed for her tv work for a long time who yeah. has solid supporting performances i would argue she was also very good in ford v ferrari just at, in the mm. stock harried wife role like you know like she did her best so this was kind of it felt a little like a bummer to not see her get nommed as was root nega for passing although i feel like for some reason passing kind of flew under the radar maybe netflix yeah. decided to not double down on, on it didn't feel like it got enough love but aside from that good to see Kirsten Dunst get her first somehow her only her first Oscar nomination good for yeah, her she should have Very been happy. nominated for Bring It On she should have been nominated <laughs> I love her that was a cultural phenomenon <laughs> it's cold in here I, we, we, I can't do any more than that because of copyright. Pero, wala lang, she's so good in this. And I, I think that, when I saw Kirsten Dunst, like, there was a snippet of her interview from way before, I think, that she felt like she hasn't been recognized by her peers. And all of the time, like, she's only been recognized way after. Like, people only like Marie Antoinette way after or and whatnot. Or people only appreciate her performance more in Melancholia way after. And parang, it's just so nice for someone who's been kind of, whether or not she wins, but I feel like this kind of is reparation, atonement for like all of those years na like she was, I don't know, like not really being a serious yeah. actress. You know, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I would have swapped out Judy Dench, honestly, but there were conversations somewhere that because the last frame of the film ends with her, yeah. 
Belfast, mm-hmm. the, the sentiment of Belfast stays with the grandmother. So you kind of think of her in the end. So I don't know. I, I don't agree with that. I But then the thing is, she's won for like way less screen time. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. She she so, she famously has the Oscar for shortest performance. Yeah, right. oh, in, like in Shakespeare. Famously. Oh, Shakespeare in love. Yeah, she's like there no, for like seven. Elizabeth, yeah, she's like she's what? in there very briefly. She has the record for shortest performance by an Oscar winner. Even yeah. shorter than uh, no? Anthony Hopkins. In Sa what? Silence? In silence. No, I think he. Oh no, I think Anthony Hopkins is in there more. He's the oh? shortest for lead at that. Uh, for supporting, it's either Denture, Beatrice Strait in Network, who won it for like uh, one scene. <laughs> It's a really good scene, but like she won it for one scene. <laughs> but like to, ra- to round it all off, uh, Jesse Buckley is a very welcome surprise. Mm, very welcome deserve. surprise. Yes. I'm so happy about very that. Very welcome. Justice for Glass Go. Let's go. Justice for Glass But I will Justice say for, like, supporting actresses. Is... Yeah. Also, yeah. I, I, I don't think I'm thinking of ending things with an Oscar. Like, would, would have ever gotten nominated for an Oscar. But yeah, she was really good so at <laughs> Like supporting actress, I think is between Dunst and DeBose. Just like gut, my gut initial gut feels Dunst or DeBose. Same. Uh, for supporting actor, I have no read. I would say uh, Cody I mean, Smith McFee, but he might split the vote with Jake yeah. Clemens. Yeah, uh, second one for J.K. Simmons being the Ricardo. That's because <laughs> like from what I've noticed, Cody has been ane, like picking it all up, talaga. Yeah. But again, I'm happy to see Jesse here because I yeah. think he was also great. But now great. that he's here with Cody, it makes me wonder. Okay, will he pull away? Like, will he pull away votes from Cody? Mm. So, yeah, but because both, yes. both like show the even performances like the way they, uh, agagan the right word, like how they interpreted their characters in a very different way. So, wala. I don't. I guess it's up to the voters nila how they perceive that. But yung um, I'm happy for the both of them. But I really was not expecting talaga J.K. Simmons. Like I love the guy. I I really love the guy. But I really thought he was like okay, he's just a good actor. That's the. But for B, Ricardo's talaga really. I don't. Have, know. Have, 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 have anyone seen Ricardo's? I have. I have. I have, I have not. not. I have. And so that's why, like the only explanation I could give is it's because he's J.K. Simmons. That's why he's here. So, wala. But fun it's, fact lang na, you know, the legacy of Spider-Man in film, <laughs> in cinema. <laughs> Having nominees, J.K. Simmons, Kirsten he, Dunst. Yes. He should, have, he, should, he should have won for playing J. Jonah Jameson, let's be real. I mean, like, I don't, I can't think yeah. of a better, like, side character in a superhero movie who's that, okay, like, well cast. I mean, that's why even they had to bring in, him back. Yeah. Even in No, even in no Way Home, he plays J. J. Jonah Jameson very much like an import from. He's he feels more like an import from the original trilogy than Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire is a little Marvel side in not yet, not yet. his Spider-Man there, but like J. Jonah Jameson, you ported him from the early two thousands. He is early two thousands J. Jonah Jameson. So um, they have been signaling to avoid. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> no way home. It's okay. I, I, I took off my I took off my earphones. <laughs> Oops. But I, anyway, thought, I thought everyone of... like knows at least. Anyway, I was just gonna add since you're talking about supporting actor, my favorite <laughs> acting nominee this whole year is Troy Kotzer. Yeah, I think I think yeah! it's so like it just it just reminds you like how there like deaf actors have been around for forever. 
and like mm-hmm. it's so cool to be reminded that they're here <laughs> and they're, they are just as good and this, he's only the second actor to be nominated for for uh, sorry second deaf actor to be nominated next to Marley Matlin who he was in yeah. Coda with yeah. <laughs> and so and like I think he's he's so good in, in Coda also like he like he's half the reason why I cried in like as, as much as I did in Coda um so yeah, like it's it's and it's nice that like you, you realize that he's been in the industry for a long time. I don't watch The Mandalorian, but he was apparently a Tuscan Raider in The Mandalorian. Yep. He was. So it's just oh, nice oh, to see oh. him like finally getting this attention. And he's he looks he just seems like such a nice person. Like, so I just voila, I love him. So I will defend Koda. Same Emil, I will defend Same, Koda. same. I'm a Koda defender. I don't I'm care what people to... say about it. No, I will defend it. it. It's like admittedly kind of a cheesy theme yeah, coming of age thing but that's that's why I like it like it, it doesn't like I feel like even you know deaf actors should have their own cheesy coming of age thing because why not and like you know it made me literally burst into tears like it doesn't really happen Same. to me but like there's a scene towards the end where someone starts to do something and then I literally just spontaneously like oh no <laughs> so well, it's, a, it's a really fun like family kind of thing so mm, I love that movie so much. Code Defenders. Yay. <laughs> All right. And speaking of Spider-Man, let's head on oh. to the best actor category. Let's start. Let's just, just discuss. Let's just announce. Congrats um, to Tom Holland for who was nominated. Uh, nominated this year. We have Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch in The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom, Will Smith for King Richard. And Denzel Washington for the tragedy of Macbeth. Me, I'm back finally with <laughs> Andrew Garfield because Tick Tick Boom, like wow, that was like a revelation for Andrew Garfield as an actor. I mean, we all know that he's a good actor, but like you know, adding to that um, a layer of singing pa and like just acting throughout that whole film, uh, definitely a great uh, a great turn for him. Um, other. Other category, um, other actors you'd like to commend or you think would uh, put it in the bag for this one? This was the only category all my guesses were right. <clears throat> like five for wow. five. Like, I just, like, voila. even Javier Bardem, like, for some reason, I just knew he was going to get it. <laughs> I guess because he's Javier Bardem. That's why. But, you know, um, I'm really happy. F- Twitter is. So happy for Andrew Garfield. Like people are talking about him so much. Andrew uh, Garfield is so good. <laughs> he's also I, such a nice. He, he's another he's nice person. Nice <laughs> person. Like I like listening to Andrew Garfield. Yeah, like, he's so eloquent. Yeah. And like, voila, and then, voila, I, I'm happy with all. I'm I'll, I'm satisfied with all these not with nominees. It's like especially Denzel, his tenth nomination. Like my gosh, he's really a literal goat, talaga. Yeah, but. Uh, pero, wow, gosh. He's a literal I goat. Yeah, I just wanted to point out lang na Benedict Cumberbatch, like, big fan talaga. He was great. I just wanted to point out that he lost to John Arcelia sa Venice. That's like, that's what I keep looking looking back like. John, Ar- John Arcelia won for the, against Benedict Cumberbatch sa Venice. I was like, oh, wala lang. It, it, it may not affect the, like the voting but like it's in my mind like because we're Filipinos I guess and it, it, having you know, kn- knowing that it, like oh I was like oh that's interesting but 
I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch is a cowboy. That, that kind of cowboy? I'm like, oh, I didn't see that coming. That kind of cowboy? That kind, that of, kind cowboy? of cowboy? That kind of cowboy? <laughs> didn't see that coming. Neither did he. But... Gay. Bronco <laughs> Henry. Bronco Henry. Bronco Henry. Actually, yeah, dapat I... si Bronco Henry yung manominate for Best Supporting Actor. <laughs> like, damn, he was so good in that film. Um, he was everywhere. Yeah. But can I just say, I feel like if there will be an upset in Best Actor, I feel like it will be Andrew Garfield. Upset, ha? Like, quote, unquote, upset. Upset. Yes, upset. Yes, yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I know that, that the conversation says that it's going to be Will Smith, will Smith. for King yeah. Richard or something like that. Um, Possibly Benedict Cumberbatch, but I think like Andrew Garfield has been having a great year, and para res para ito yung resurgence niya, and like he's just so nice. Yeah, wala lang kayo. He's just like an Andrew Garfield love fest. Also, like I have been watching like, yeah. Andrew Garfield With... interviews on yes. for like weeks. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Oh, I love Andrew. I love Andrew. Yeah. 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 yeah, I, I think, I think my my read of the tea leaves is Benedict Cumberbatch is gonna win. Mm-hmm. I would not be like I feel like an Andrew Garfield up, upset would be very fun. I also am very happy because he, like Tick Tick Boom was okay, but Andrew Garfield in Tick Tick Boom was like revel. It's not his first nomination, yeah. but it yeah. he it felt like it felt like you got it felt like an exhibition of like everything that makes him. Such a great underutilized yeah. actor. Yeah. It's kind of amazing that True. it's been like 12 years since his breakout. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we're not, I don't feel, I feel like he has the chops to do more of these like great roles. And it feels like he just dropped off the radar for a little bit, at least in the public consciousness. Mm-hmm. So very happy for him to get this moment. Uh, if he wins, I'd be like, he'd be like my heart choice to win. Even if like looking at these performances, I think the favorite is Benedict Cumberbatch. And the one who should win is Benedict Cumberbatch. Just, just, just yeah, you know, he, he really, he really did love Bronco Henry. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> he, really, he loved that guy. <laughs> yeah, he loved that guy. Um, I know. <laughs> they were, they were good friends. Like, good friends. <laughs> were they <Yeah>. roommates? <laughs> <laughs> they were besties. <laughs> probably. No, I mean, they were, they were, they, were, they did the trail bed. together, okay. you know? They're yeah, friends, they did the trail. Probably. The trail. <laughs> I was gonna say like for Go best actress, obviously like people are surprised that Lady Gaga is not here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um yeah. But then if uh, if Penelope Cruz like sneaks in because of that, I'm kinda of fine with it. But then like I also noticed that for the best actress category, like a lot of these nominees are already winners. I think Chastain and Chastain Kristen Stewart Chastain, na yeah. Hindi, diba? yeah. Uh, so yeah. yun, like and Jessica Chastain has been posting TikToks of her transformation. <laughs> she is really trying to campaign. She, she wants it. Uh-oh. She wants it. She wants it. Yeah, she really wants it. We respect Uh-oh. the hospital. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah, she wants it. I feel like this might be Stewart or Kidman's to lose. But I kind of want Olivia Coleman to win. Like is that weird? Like mm-hmm. I just, I just, I feel like she's the safe. I feel like all all of them, she's gonna be the safe bet because safe bet, everyone okay. loves Olivia Coleman. Yeah, and like if you invest in Olivia yeah. Coleman, that's not an investment that will ever go bad. You yeah. know, like yeah. So 
there, there's a chance. Pero like, ang laki ng sentiment na pro Nicole because of, I think, that AMC, like, trailer, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes! Yeah. The best Supporting ad. Is it good? <laughs> I haven't seen it. See, ano, see, heartbreak, somehow heartbreak feels good in a place like this. And oh, stories really? feel bigger and different because here they are. I've seen it so many times. And I love, I, 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 I keep telling my friend, like, heartbreak feels good at a place like this. I'm so mad that that line is in an AMC ad. <laughs> I love that ad. I love that see, ad so it, much. See, so far, that is more memorable than the script of House of Gucci, which is not nominated. Um, <laughs> You if, don't if, think anyway. you don't think Jared Leto in House no. of Gucci is memorable? No, Paolo. <laughs> Paolo. No, let's la- 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 open this. Let's la- open Papa. this. Papa. <laughs> God, that's really better. Ayun, let's ju- let's jump on that. Like thoughts about House of Gucci. We have not spoken about that in this podcast. I I think Gaga should have gotten the nom over Jess. I have been. Ride or die mm-hmm. for Jessica Chastain since twenty eleven. I have like my 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 brand for a few months in college was the Jessica Chastain guy. Uh, I remember like, that. I've been like ride or that. die for. I think she should have won for Zero Dark Thirty. Sorry for sorry to J Law fans. She should have gotten her Oscar ten years ago. But like, I am just like she she would have been my first out. Like if I had to replace someone. Maybe not. I think Gaga should have gotten over her. Gaga would not be my first slot in her. But I thought Gaga's performance in House of Gucci was legitimately good in that she was able... Because House of Gucci is a film with a lot of ill-fitting parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, sure. it's, it has Jared Leto doing whatever he's doing. Jeremy Irons not <laughs> even really trying with an accent. Adam Driver, you know, just being solid but not spectacular. A lot of other sort of yeah. like moving parts. Salma Hayek is somehow in it. Like, I always forget Salma Hayek is in it, even if she plays such a big role. Uh, she's at third. So there's a lot of ill-fitting parts. And I think <laughs> Gaga makes the whole thing make sense. Yeah. Yep. Just she understood how to perform the role in such that, okay, I'm the connective tissue of the film. Yeah. I, it's called House of Gucci. I'm the only, I'm the lead character. I'm not a Gucci. I under, she understands like who she needs to be seen by scene. So I think it's actually a low-key difficult role, especially striking that tone of it's serious, but it's also like a little campy, although not really campy. So it's sort of, it's, a, it's the kind of, you can have like a great performance in a bad movie. And I think yeah, yeah. Gaga's performance is the sort of, it's a bad movie, but if Gaga's performance wasn't so great, it wouldn't even be a movie. That's, that's I guess why to put I it into an analogy lang, Sorry for ano. If so the fun. teacher gave a really uh, confusing homework, Gaga yeah. understood the assignment. Gaga did understand the assignment, <laughs> and she even if the assignment didn't make sense. She exactly, understood <laughs> she understood the assignment, and she yeah. did that with flying colors. Anyway, here's a yeah. yeah, no, that's it. But like in the pivot back into actress, who I would have, I would not have had Chastain on it. I'm happy with the other four. Nicole Kidman is just your standard like. Yeah, we have to put someone from an Aaron Sorkin movie in the acting noms just because that's what we do. Uh, I would have, I mean, I have been harping, I've been banging this drum for like months and months and months, but they should, I don't, like that slot should have gone to either Renata Ryan's or Alan Hayam. I don't know which one I would pick. Don't make me choose. But those two gave the two best performances of the year, regardless of role size, regardless of, 
uh, regardless of like the gender binary the academy is using, Renate, Renate Rives and Alana Hayam are the two best performances of the year. I understand why they're not here. They're, the two films are just outre enough and they're not standard great Hollywood performances, but I do think they thread an amazing needle and it's just, you know, watch Worst Person in the World, watch Licorice Pizza, and this will be the last time I hop on my Worst Person in the world so no. this is not oh, the last time keep going keep going come on no, I, i'm so engaged no. i i was gonna i was just gonna say that um I, i'm i'm super team kristen stewart just because of the narrative of her getting snubbed everywhere then coming back with a vengeance oh, and yeah. like kicking lady gaga out of this her supposed like front runner spot um in terms of people who i would have wanted to be there like a lot of different people i haven't seen um licorice pizza but i love haim the band so I would have Emil nominated Daniel Hayam for like yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um no but the the again I know that I feel I feel like Koda is a very mm-hmm. like popular among like quote unquote more casual fans ganun. and it's not necessarily like a a big film twitter kind of thing but like I love it. Um, I don't think it's one of I don't think it's like worthy of winning best picture or anything but I love Emilia Jones in it. Um, because of the fact that I think when you look at it, it really is sort of like a typical coming-of-age lead character. But that's why I like it so much, is that it's just, it's sort of the template that we've seen so many times, but she just happens to do it so well. Um, and which is not, and I mean, I know that effort does not equal a good performance, but I feel like she did both here because she learned how to sing and she learned how to sign. Um, and she could improvise and sign at a certain point while she was like filming the filming the, the movie um and if if for nothing else like she she turns in like the best cover of both sides now i've heard in like god knows how long yes like that song yes. is covered oh, to death god. but she the way she performs it is so it feels new again like she just like injects Magic. like this youthfulness to it so i don't know again i cried a lot oh. so yeah yeah and she's like nine she, she filmed it when she was like what 17 18 so well i'm just i'm i know that she has a long career ahead of her in the month. I'm not too upset about her not being there, but I just want to support her. So. Agree like on both sides now. <laughs> go on, go on. The drama like the Koda train. Um, it was one of those movies that I really didn't think much about when I watched, thought much about when I watched it. But then, like, again, I was also crying, like, at the end of the film. Um, and coming from, like, uh, nominations like Sound of Metal, I love seeing this recurring theme of making uh, movies more inclusive in a certain way. So uh, I like the idea that the Academy is being more acceptive of finding ways or allowing these types of films to take the forefront. Um, so I guess that's why I also really want to like uh, buy for CODA and let people know about it. Although I also acknowledge that it's probably not going to Um, get a lot of the wins, but the recognition at this point in terms of nominations is already like an achievement in itself. So yeah, I agree with everything, and I'm just here to really like sing praise for Koda for people who haven't seen it or who are still thinking about seeing it. <laughs> I really felt that Emilia was a a real dark horse, talaga. Like mm-hmm. she she and Renate were real dark horses in the race, talaga. Because yeah, it just dark horses. But you know, I just want to say, lang if the Academy had any balls, talaga, they would have nominated Agatha Russell. I'm just saying, if they, <laughs> if 
if they actually yeah. dared if they wanted to if they yeah i don't i don't care <laughs> if you like i love drive my car if you you can nominate all you want but if you're not gonna like actually dare to nominate a movie like titan then you're not really making the big moves that you you think you're making Lala, that's my thought about it now but i when i wrote the guy when i wrote uh my thoughts i i dared the academy to nominate drive my car as much as they would but then i started reading more like articles and they said oh you know what drive my car might actually get in and so i was like oh okay then so in- they accepted the dare and deep my said you know what if they were if they really want to be there they should they should have nominated Stan as, as much as they could because it's very first of all it's a french movie it's a body horror turned like it's it's such a weird genre is dead I know, genre is dead for this movie but come on like the way it treat well, ah, how do you, how do you even explain this movie diba? how do you even explain this movie so like i'm they there they should have nominated Titan like even the car should have gotten best supporting actor no Vincent Linden should have been nominated I love Vincent Linden in that movie right <laughs> just to wrap the best actress okay. conversation I just want I'm I just want to say I'm, I'm happy we live in a world where Kristen Stewart is an Academy Award nominee at this point I mean uh, yeah you know, after yes. everything people threw at Kristen Stewart um, parang si Kristen Dunst din na parang, you know, over, often overlooked. Um, Kristen Stewart has been, you know, on her redemption tour, I guess, for the last how many years in terms of, you know, after her mainstream popularity in um, in Twilight, parang, you know, both her and uh, Robert Pattinson have also come a long way. Not to say that Twilight was bad anyway, Um it had its merits, I would say. But it's just nice to see Kristen Stewart on this redemption arc as well. And yeah, congrats to her. Deserve. Anyway, now we head on to the last two categories. Um, thoughts on Best Director. So we have Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog, Ryosuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car and Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. I legit screamed in my house when Hamaguchi was nominated. <laughs> I legit screamed. Because for a long time, I really thought, okay, I know this. I know which five it's going to be. It's already obvious. It's the same people every time. But bam, in the la- one of, they, know, they named Hamaguchi. So I was like, oh my God, I really don't care. I don't care who he bumped off. I'm so happy that he got nominated. And then I'll talk about it later, but well, I'm just so happy. He deserves it. He just deserves, he deserves yeah, it. He deserves him. it. Yeah, he's no, I think the right two thoughts. I think the right I I would say they got four of it right. I they got four of it right. And then like I would bump I would have put in like at, as much as it pains me to say, I would have put in Denis Villeneuve. Mm-hmm. Just like to say as a Denis Villeneuve hater from way back it's like he should have been on the five but i think they got like a good they have like a good five and i i'm hoping this is a good indicator for like best picture i'm hoping one of these five films wins best picture because mm-hmm. one of the films that's not on it is a film i do not want to win best picture but like i think all of it is excellent uh wouldn't be surprised at spielberg honestly of all of these noms and i've seen like all five west side 
this story is a very directed picture. Mm-hmm. And I just, I feel like if there's going to be a split, it's either picture and director go to the same guy or Spielberg is getting director because West Side Story is just such a, feels like a Titanic. It shouldn't work. None of it should work. But the way he kind of breathes life into what a movie musical should be, could be, uh, in the classical sense, I think we got a lot of great musicals in 2021 that kind of puts a twist on music. I think In the Heights is not a class. I don't think it's a classical musical, movie musical, but it does it fairly well. Uh, Annette is Annette, also very Annette. strong, but it is not a classical musical at all. <laughs> West Side Story is very much a classical, go big or go home Hollywood musical. And I think the fact that Spielberg is able to pull it off and that the film coheres as well as it does, I think is such a titanic directorial achievement. So I might be, I am personally pulling for like Paul Thomas Anderson, just because I think Licorice Pizza is likewise a film that should not work, but it does. But Spielberg for West Side Story would be my dark horse pick for this award. And I think it's worth watching just to see. It's a constant, how did he do that? And like, I think that's a feeling that I kind of missed in movies because you very rarely see movies that have such a large scale. And you ask, how did he do that? And the answer is just CGI, but none of it. I don't think any of West Side Story was. Like all of the West Side Story shots are legit. It starts with like a drone shot that comes out of a sewer. And then I'm just like, how did he do that? And then I think that's the mark of a great like director. Can't wait to watch it, Alaga. So exciting. Thank God. Oh, it's I, not a drone shot. It's a crane shot that comes out of us. Cinemas, please, just release it already. My God, please. They keep my, delaying it. Please. My only additional comment for Best Director, because I'm, I'm like Hamaguchi all the way, like for me, like yeah. easily. Um, but again, this is just me being a documentary fan. Like my complaint every year is I wonder when they're finally going to don't I don't know if, I don't even know if they're eligible but I, do, I wonder when they'll put a documentary director in best director because I feel like it's a completely different set of skills that you need to be a good documentary director but it's also I feel like to be a good to, to direct a good doc- documentary you need a real sort of understanding of people and how to deal with people and how to um sort of tell their stories in a way that doesn't serve your story but theirs so I mean, and, and this year, like so many great examples, like Quest Love for Song of Soul, even if that's just organizing footage, that's still like a, a different skill again, that you, a very specific skill uh, that not a lot of people are great at. Um, Robert Green again for Procession, who, you know, he's essentially guiding six people through therapy. I mean, I, I, I can't name another director who did that last year. Um, and just like in general, well, I, I just hope as a documentary stand, that documentaries get more appreciation. Like even in technical categories, like Summer Soul had like the best editing, editing of the year in my opinion. Mm. Like that's all editing. Um, so that's that's my soapbox for documentaries. Go documentaries. Yay. After oh. I recovered from my like from my Hamaguchi happiness, then I suddenly reflected now oh, shocks. It was Villeneuve who was pushed out. And I was like, okay, when will he get his chance? He got missed now for Blade Runner, Arrival, Sicario, Incendies. He got blocked out of all those. So, like, when is he going to get his chance? Like, diba? No, he, Was he, he got nominated for Arrival. Oh, my God. How oh, he got nominated he... for Arrival. Oh, he lost to Cezelle. Okay, he lost to Cezelle. But, like, diba? Like, imagine 
given what Dune did for cinemas particularly, especially during that time, wala, it's a, ano yan, when, you wonder when will he finally win? And I guess, siguro, I'm banking na lang na he might do an even better job for part two. Well, I'm just, I'm just hoping. Because I feel like... Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, because yeah, like, I'm hoping, because Denis Villeneuve is really an, a director I admire talaga. Like, from the moment I saw Sicario, I said, okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna start watching every movie he makes from now on. And I did. And I really... Yun nga. So, I'm just wondering, when will he finally win, diba? Dune was a really... I thought it was his opportunity talaga to finally win. But I feel like ano, he'll only he'll only get a best director nomination once he lands with Dune. Yeah, okay. If it doesn't okay. land, I don't think it will be. Sige. Okay. Yeah, anyway, I don't know. Okay. But yun nga, same with Demil. Hamaguchi all the way. <laughs> yeah, same. Hamaguchi daw. Yun lang. Hamaguchi gan. And alright. We are headed to our last category, which is, of course, the best picture. And um, this is the supersized edition with 10, uh, 10 films uh, nominated since what year is this? Like last year or two years ago, na they have um, a bigger list of nominees for best picture. Um, let's start with Belfast. We have Coda, Don't Look Up, uh, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. So, I just want to say that yes. I'm really scared that don't look up. I feel like it might win. I feel like it has a good chance of winning. Um, I'm telling you, it has a great chance of winning. It has a great chance of winning. Especially as Adam McKay continues <laughs> oh. to bully continues to bully people on Twitter saying they're climate deniers if they don't like this film. Okay? It has a very good like, chance. Like, how did you anyway. get me a climate denier? I got it. I hate, I hate tweeted this afternoon. Like, at ano. Also, I feel like this this film, I don't know if it will necessarily work outside of a pandemic. If we didn't have the pandemic, I don't know if it will necessarily work. Mm. Anyway, um, I feel like that's what most of the people attributed to COVID-related stuff when it's about climate change. Anyway, um, personally, I'm, I'm on either Drive My Car um, or I feel like I like West Side Story or West Side Story, but I don't know about everyone else. I know Aliyah is a Koda, Koda stan, so, <laughs> and I fully, I fully respect that, honestly. I fully respect that. So, yeah. I'm a Koda stan, but I, I, I honestly don't think it's going to win with this roster. Like, I can see no when uh, it's here for certain things, but it, It's not gonna, you know, merit enough to get the winning winners yeah. winners. You know what I mean? So it's fine. I guessed nine out of ten for this one because it so because when I wrote when I wrote my guess when I guessed because I didn't I wasn't able to watch Nightmare Alley yet, mm. so it was very hard to guess like where can I sneak Nightmare Alley if I haven't even watched it. So what I thought was gonna make it was Tick Tick Boom because you know I what else could I guess talaga. Uh, and Nightmare Alley got in. But yun nga, again, I dared, drive, I dared the Academy to get Drive My Car. They put in Drive My Car. Good. Because it it deserves to be there. Like, my my gosh, it deserves to be there. And as much as I hate Don't Look Up, for some reason, it's there. So I... The they took the bait. They took... Oh, whatever. Yep. Fine. Yep. And again, 
I all I can say is Pretty Adam sure McKay's worst mistake was when he broke up with Will Ferrell. Mm. He is because he wanted to be a serious actor, a serious director. director. Like oh my god, ah, malang. But in my I'm my heart goes to Dune because of uh, it was the first movie I watched when I you know that when I went back to the cinema and it was a very cinematic masterpiece. Like for a very if you want a theater experience, you go for that. I also feel for Coda, because you know, because because of really coming of age, cheesy happiness, and uh, yun nga, and I explained before na Belfast has a very sentimental attachment to me personally because of what the story talks about. I'm, I feel very attached. It it's a it's a pegged front runner, I guess, because of ano, because of how personal Brana makes it out to be, and sige, I'll give it that. But yun nga, Who I'm supporting talaga is apart from Dune is Power of the Dog and Drive My Car talaga. Like those three, those three are my yan talaga. The rest, uh, I I can't wait to watch Licorice Pizza and ano, and uh, West Side Story and ano, Nightmare Alley to see how it will change my perceptions of ano, of the race. But yun, definitely, right now this is where my thoughts stand. So Drive My Car, yeah. yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So among these, West Side Story is slated for Feb 16 in theaters in the Philippines. And uh, King Richard is Feb 23. I'm not too sure. I heard some rumors about um, Licorice, Licorice Pizza, but I'm not too sure if they're Let's actually go, running that. But hopefully Don't they do. Any Feb 23? Any Feb 23? King Richard. King Richard. Oh, sa Richard. Sa Uncharted? Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. I feel like those two movies draw different crowds. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, I feel like those are two different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't Fine, be worried. Both cinemas will have, you know, viewers. Yeah. yeah. Please, licorice pizza. Please come From... in. There's no screeners online. Please. There is. There is no screeners online. I have been hunting. I've MGM, been MGM. MGM owns it. MGM owns it. It's their first nomination in 40 years. Whoa. Oh my god. Congrats MGM. Wow. Yeah, their last Congrats, one. Congrats MGM. Maybe. So yeah, wow. Congrats MGM. Yeah, yeah. Congrats MGM. Okay. Um, I... Oh, go. Good. Okay. Right, no, okay. I, super, oh. super short lang naman. I mean, I, I just like for me, it's pretty clear. Like I didn't really have strong reactions either. Like it's pretty clear for me that Drive My Car is the best, and I, I swear to God, if they're gonna give. Best picture to Netflix for the first time. They're gonna give it to Power of the Dog. They cannot that's give it. That's the only. The that's it. They cannot. That's it. That's they can't it. do that. Um, it's it's illegal. <laughs> so, <laughs> so but for me, it's clear that because Power of the Dog like overperformed. Like no one expected to get like sound production design. Like it's everywhere. So I and Jesse Plemons by the surprise, uh, supporting actor nomination. So I feel like there are enough people who like it, and there are enough people who believe that Jane Campion is overdue. Uh, because you know this is her first since like the piano or something, and like that was also like a huge. I don't know if it's her, her latest, like, but like that was. Uh, Anna Paquin won. She's the youngest best supporting actress winner from the piano also. So I just feel like there's also a narrative behind Jane Campion. But again, yeah. my heart is like drive my car also, just because I want people to accept that parasite winning was not just like a consolation prize yeah. like international cinema is like the superior cinema let's face it so uh like let's normalize it also yeah and watch three-hour movies based on soft boy murakami short story so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
cannot two and a half hour films on the Gucci family. I'm kidding. No. Um, anyway. It always goes back. Sorry, no. I don't, actually don't. enjoyed. Anyway, they're catching I so many enjoyed. strays. <laughs> we just watched to it today. Fair, they're catching just... strays. Don't look up is not catching strays. Don't look up is getting because I, I don't want to talk about the <laughs> yeah. I don't forget about. It. I, so I don't want to talk about it right now. Yeah, no. I was so uh, ex- I was so exhausted by your discussions. Don't look up during Christmas. Oh my god. I feel like Hi. Don't Look Up deserves a debate episode with people who liked uh, it. Oh my god. People who didn't. I already I met someone who loved it. I have, I have it. seen people who like Don't Look Up and I am like, I just kind of keep, I'm just, I don't want to get into it because I haven't seen it also, but like, I don't want to get into it either. Just Can't like, wait till you watch it. I am, as for the slate, I am also, I think Drive My Car is the best nominee of this year. I think it's the best movie to be nominated for Best Picture ever since that beautiful Phantom thread in the same slate. It's the best movie of the decade. It's just, I can't like layer enough superlatives on Drive My Car. I'm so glad it's on the list. And I'm so excited for people who are, who kind of do their thing to see all the Oscar nominees for Best Picture, kind of walk into a three-hour movie based on a Murakami short story and about grief. I'm just like, I'm hyped. It's going to be funny to say the least. Uh, as someone who was surprised Licorice Pizza got nominated, I do not think it has any sort of shot. I was surprised it got nominated at all. Just like, it's a fantastic movie, but like, uh, I didn't peg it as an Academy type movie. I think they just saw Paul Thomas Anderson and like rode with it. I think the favorite for me is Power of the Dog. Uh, just like not, not groundbreaking. It should win. It's, Kind of Netflix is in a good spot where the front runner is a Netflix movie and the Dark Horse is also a Netflix movie. So Dark Horse, that's not a Dark Horse. The, not a Dark Horse. Like a surprise, like the, the one that you shouldn't even look Netflix movie. up or down. To. I object. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm hoping Power of the Dog wins. I don't think it's like camp. It's Campion's first movie in like 12 years. I just saw her last movie, Bright Star. Bright Star is also like really ah, lovely. Sorry, yeah. uh, but it's her first movie that's gotten like Academy recognition since The Piano. Yeah, so very excited for Jane Campion. She's one of our greatest living directors. The film is excellent. And it hits all of those Academy spots. Like it hits like a lot of Academy sweet spots. It's a, it's a throwback genre picture starring established actors by an established director. It's got, it's, got everything you kind of want in a movie it's dramatic there's a romance there's a little bit of darkness in it sometimes it's kind of funny so it's like technical. i i think it should i think it's the deserving front runner i don't know if a month from now it will be the front runner just because i really i think me and jace have uh faith in the dark horse to catch up but like uh it, it's good it might happen guys like i'm telling y'all i i lived through jojo rabbit beating little women for best adapted so <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah uh those are my like slate thoughts still need to see coda uh king richard nightmare alley and that other netflix movie so <laughs> <laughs> deserve okay i'll just I'm here mostly to really just get the feel for the Oscars. Like, as I said, I was so excited when I saw the list because these are like the movies I've been wanting to see um, since I heard about them. Like, for example, Drive My Car. I, 
I'm not familiar with most of his. I don't really know him, but I know the Asako one and two movie. Like there was a time mm. that I really, really wanted to watch it. I haven't seen it yet, but you know, it's just one of those movies where I always say, you know, "Oh my God, it looks so good! I'm gonna watch it," but I never did. So now maybe with Drive My Car, I'm actually gonna commit to it. So yeah, that's why I'm really excited to watch Drive My Car. For me, again, I've only seen a few. Um, I guess Dune, Coda, and Belfast. Uh, between the three, I think Dune is the one that's probably going to get um, the best chance to win from the ones I've seen. But I'm also interested because all of you have been talking about Power of the Dog a lot. Um, I've seen it on Netflix, but I haven't like it's on Netflix, right? Like I haven't clicked it. Pa. I just know Benedict's there. I've seen Tom interview him about it, but yeah, I'm so excited to watch that as well. Um, West Side Ben. I really like Jace's comment. Who's that? Jace said that. Na parang it doesn't make sense how it works. Or no? That's Denny. D- Denny. 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 Okay, yeah. When he said na parang it doesn't make sense that it works, but you know we miss these huge um, Hollywood masterpiece musicals. Uh, so I want to see what that what that's gonna be about. So Damn. yeah, I'm just so hyped to watch all of these before the Oscars and finally decide which are the ones that you know deserve best picture. Yeah. Exciting. I also just want to say Asako 1 and 2 is better than Drive My Car. Just like Ooh, that really? is my my hot take is Asako 1 and 2 is his best film. So and to, to and be that's fair, one of your favorites of all time, that. right? Yeah, I love Asako 1 and 2. To be fair though, I feel like a lot of Hamaguchi fans like they have differing opinions on which yeah. like we love a lot of his work, yeah. but it's like a different favorite. Like for me, yeah. I feel like Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy, which came out last year also is better than Drive My Car and I love both of those. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, just watch you. Asako 1 and 2. Asako 1 and 2 was the last movie I gave 5 stars before Drive My Car. So. Okay. And that's very rare. Four years? Yeah, four years. I, I gave Portrait of a Lady on Fire 4 and a half. Like, Sacrilege. I, 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 my oh, and oh I, can, I can imagine Jace inside right now. <laughs> I have my poster. Wait, wait, wait. Hot takes. Hot wait. takes. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Wow. The hot takes. Tonight. <laughs> mga... I also own that poster. I also do own that. I don't poster. have. I don't have that, but I have. I have Dune. Yes. So... Yes. Oh my god. I love Dune so much. I'm trying to get the worst person in the world poster in the cinema near me. So. And I have Arrival. Oh my gosh, Arrival. Anyway, anyway. Google no. <laughs> Malink po kung saan <laughs> mabibili. With your uh, I will drop like, the I will links, like drop the links anyway. below for our Shopee affiliate um program. <laughs> anyway, just to wrap sure. it up, anyway. since we're about to run out of time, uh, I've only seen two of these movies, one of which is unfortunately Don't Look Up, <laughs> so, and the other one is Dune. So, I'm really looking forward to seeing the rest and seeing what I think will um will get it or regardless just enjoying that experience of just binging all the Oscar nominated films and you know I've really been hearing a lot of drive my car from these guys and it's really exciting to see if I if you had seen two hours and 40 plus minutes of the house of Gucci I'm pretty sure you can do go and watch um, three hours of drive my car for sure um, and you only had Lady Gaga to like make up for that two hours and 40 minutes um, and with that um, the Oscars or the Academy Awards 2022 will be on March 27th um, in the US. So that means that's March 28th here in the Philippines. 
So after all this discussion, um, you have that much time to catch up on uh, the nominees and of course also the snobs that people believe and um, yeah, all whatever you want to watch. And speaking of whatever you want to watch, we're headed to our last segment in the show, which is the pop stop or pop culture recommendations for the week. I will begin. Um, I don't really have anything like super groundbreaking, but I finally got around to watching Euphoria because oh. of all the internet buzz. And I'd say it's just really, really great TV that I've been missing out on for the last two years or so. And I'm glad I got into it. Like I just watched an episode a few days ago, a few days ago, and I felt really like euphoric for some reason. Na parang it just got me like really. I live for this drama, and it just looks so good. And Zendaya and Sydney Sweeney and Hunter are all just really great actors. Like wow, it's just like peak. Gen Z TV, I guess. Um, and you could see that in a lot of Twitter conversations as well. And I guess just an just to like spice it up for a bit, I finished Good Omens the book, which I did not really like, surprisingly. Um, so that's my anti-recommendation. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like I was, you know, with all sometimes you overhype yourself because of the cult status and all of that. But personally speaking, um, it's the first book I read in a year, I would say, or half a year. And parang, I guess the writing style just didn't suit me. All of those. It's very, I guess, specific and intricate in so many ways that aren't necessarily like that you can cut off for me personally as a reader. But I know a lot of people enjoy it. But that's just my th- those are just my thoughts on Good Omens. I hear the show... Um, it's different also, so I'm I'm looking forward to see how they treat that um story into a different format. So that's for me this week. Uh, who wants to take it away next? I can oh, go. Okay. Sorry. Oh, okay. I just wanted to shout out. I just had maybe the greatest cinema experience of my life. I saw Jackass Forever. Oh, I'm so excited! <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, poetic cinema at its finest. I have. Never felt more emotions. It takes you through laughter and like sadness and like everything in between fear. It's it defies genre. It defies any attempts at classifying it. It's just an amazing. Like in all seriousness, it's a really good movie. Like I really, I really do think like it's a great little antidote for just if if you have bad vibes, you cannot feel bad vibes after watching P.K. Soban launch a puck at some dude. <laughs> I won't like, get too much in that because this is a, this is a, this is a, you know, there may be kids listening to this part, but uh, like watch Jackass forever, guys. It's great. You will not, you will feel. Is it no like movie. the finale I, I, of some sort? No, yeah. Cause I don't think Johnny Knoxville can keep doing what he's doing. At one point <laughs> he gets run over by a bull. <laughs> oh my God. So like, and this he's is like 49. movie na to. This is their fourth one, I checked. Oh and it's like, they, they brought in like a bunch of younger people also. But the, most of the original group is still there. Except I think they, one of them is out for, because he couldn't like get sober. And I think he had like a fight with the creative team. And the other one tragically passed away in a car accident like 10 years ago. But aside from that, they're all there. They're in their 40s. They're getting run over by bulls. And 
like getting launched into the air. It's just like this is what cinema is about. Guys. <laughs> this is this is what the Lumiere brothers could see. They had an eye to the future. They knew. Oh God! They go way back, you know, to the origins. Oh God! Oh my God! Yeah, well, like like the the really the first jackass stunt was the train, you know. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> No, Ergabe. I mean the impact of Jackass in um our I guess collective memories from like before, like being a kid and just being shocked at the things they're doing. I guess it's just really like the cultural impact of that is nice to see. Na it's still I guess being wrapped up nicely with this one. Uh, Pure cinema. Next person. <laughs> it's sorry. I, I was gonna. I should have gone before Denny because now mine sounds pretentious and like that sounds like so much more fun. And it's funny that that Denny mentions the Lumiere brothers because what I was going to say is that what I've been watching recently is like a lot of like silent films that are free on YouTube because I've, I've only yeah. started recently like going back to like cinema history and like checking out all these classic silent films that are now in the public domain. So I mean, then he mentioned the train. If you want to mention like one of the OG stuntmen with a death wish, you can watch Buster Keaton films on YouTube for free. And this guy was really like, he was oh, insane. Boy, so yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he, there's there's like an argument about which which of them, Charlie Chaplin and uh, Buster Keaton and whatnot. Um, but yeah. yeah, so I've been I've been watching that. I've been watching old Soviet films from Sergei Eisenstein. Um, and so far, like my favorite that I've seen like online is. Uh, F.W. Murnau's Sunrise, a song. I love Sunrise. It's like a crazy thing that starts like a thriller then turns into a romance. It's like the opposite. It's usually like you start with the happy stuff then you go to the sad stuff. And then it's it's messed up. But yeah, it's it's just been fun because watching silent films like now, it it doesn't feel like you're regressing or or it's old. Like it just feels, if it's new to you, then it's new. So it's it's entertaining and it's it's fun. And yeah, so... It's you know if you have free time like there's a lot of a lot of it long just online so I would recommend that. Okay, I'll go next now. Um, I really have been in like a reading spell for a bit, so I've just been grabbing whatever books I can. Um, the most recent one I guess is um, it ends with us by Colleen Weaver. Um, I just read this because I see everyone talk about it. Catherine Bernard posted about it, so I was like, mm, I gotta find out why she's talking about it. You know, we gotta we gotta know what homegirl is into these days. And surprisingly, it's actually a really good book. I I think like they said that they all cried in the end. Maybe it's just like the I just don't like I can't imagine that particular situation, so I can't really like get into that headspace. So I didn't feel that emotional about it, but. Like in retrospect, I thought about the contents of the book like days after I finished it. Like so, I guess that says something about um, what she was writing about. So I won't spoil anything. If you're interested in, you know, a bit of YA, but also with a bit of like adult, um, you know, uh, discussions, then it ends with us by Colleen Hoover. I'm also going to recommend Child by Mark Lee from NCT because it is my agenda in my life to promote NCT, K-pop band. You know, that's my calling. So yes, those are my recommendations. <laughs> Next. Friends? I don't know. Uh, again, um, 
gosh, I haven't been consuming new media. New media I can't spoil yet because I just finished nga Boba Fett kanina. And that can be like thoughts for another day, I guess. But nga, because it's ano, Oscars, it's, this is the Oscars episode, I'm gonna start watching na, na lang the movies and shorts that I haven't gotten to yet. So apart from the 15 short films that were nominated, I've only not seen nine na lang, nine feature length. So really excited to watch those. Hopefully, I, I get the chance to watch it before March 27. But nga, I, I know a lot of people will be excited to watch all the movies nominated. But I hope they also get to watch those that were not, not nominated, which were as good as well. So movies like we mentioned earlier, like movies like Passing, uh, movies that were snubbed like the, Hot- the Harder They Fall, Pig, The Green Knight, Titan. Like all these were overlooked, I guess, or like it didn't get enough votes, I guess, because I'm pretty sure because the Academy, are they all love movies and I guess not everyone re- were able to watch So you know, if 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 people have time, I hope they get to watch like all these all these great films that came out in 2021. Because you know, I, we sh- I think we've mentioned this many times before. Academy is just an organization. They're not they're not the pinnacle of a of what makes a movie great. So you know, it's a construct. <laughs> And finally, Jace. Kotat long sets. First is um yung mga MMFF 2021 films nasa KTX na. All? You can watch everything. Um, whether the weather is fine. Uh, you can watch whether the weather is fine. Love at first stream. I would recommend that. Sobrang What? cute siya. Alia, you will love it. Ha? <laughs> 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 huh? Russian cute, me. like legit. Ah, uh, bueno, yun. Um, the second is Cinema Region is will be screening from Feb 25 to March 31. Um, so check that out. I think that's via the National Cinema Committee's Vimeo channel. And then Cultura Film Festival is going to be, is ongoing. It's Feb 5 to Feb 26. So yeah, you can just check those out. Those are photo short films. So the, all of those are films. Um, ayun, uh, please celebrate Filipino cinema para naman makapag-submit na ang uh, Fab next time the Academy Award nominee uh, from the Philippines. Ayon. Uh, yeah, that's it for me. Thank you. And with that, we end our show for this week. Thanks for tuning in to our Oscars 2022 nominations roundup. Again, um, the winners will be announced on March 27th. Of course, you can listen to all our previous episodes of Popcorn. At Radio Katipunan 87.9 FM, thanks to the Radio Katipunan fam for always hosting us. Of course, our podcast episodes are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you stream your podcast. And we will all see you next time. Bye! Bye, guys! Bye! Bye!